This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 45, Faith in Humanity, How to Bring People Closer and Restore Kindness, by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is where I read to you from a variety of relationship blogs every Monday through Friday for free. We cover everything on this show, from the challenges of parenting to the science behind asking someone out. And of course, it's always with permission from the authors. Our team here at Optima Living Daily Relationships would like to thank Kind, makers of nutritious and tasty snacks, for all of their support. To try 10 different flavors of Kind bars for just $10 and... To get $10 off on your second order, go to kindsnacks.com living. While we're on the topic of kind, we actually have a post today about restoring kindness. So let's hear it and start optimizing your life. Faith in Humanity, How to Bring People Closer and Restore Kindness by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net The other day I was at the DMV here on Guam renewing my registration for both my vehicles. I got there early, as I hate lines, but realized that I forgot an important document. Well, the woman at the DMV saved me about an hour's worth of driving and waiting in line by paying me a kindness. She accepted my registration by interpreting the regulations in a favorable way. And that kindness just made my day. It's amazing what a little kindness can do for you. I drove away from the DMV with a great feeling, with a love for humanity, with a desire to do good for others, and pay her kindness forward. I've since paid my debt of gratitude forward in a bunch of ways, but it's gotten me thinking about kindness and humanity in a broader sense. I have an enormous faith in humanity, but I think we all need to work to bring kindness back to our modern society. While running with my sister at the local track yesterday, We were talking about kindness and courtesy in our society. My sister Katrina has noticed that people are less courteous and more rude to each other nowadays. They don't say simple things like thank you or open doors for each other or even smile at strangers. I'm not sure if things on this front have gotten worse in recent years, but if it has, I suspect the change isn't in people. It's in the loss of a sense of community. It's that we don't come together enough and are separated from each other in many ways. The Effect of Anonymity What happens when people get in cars and then converge on the roads? For some reason, they become rude, inconsiderate jerks, for the most part. But if these same people were to meet face-to-face and have to spend time together and get to know each other, they would most likely make an attempt at being nice, at the very least. When we're in cars, we can barely see the other drivers. We certainly don't care what they think, and we know they don't know who we are. Sure, some people are considerate drivers, but for the most part, people are aggressive and uncaring when they're in their cars. That's the effect of anonymity. When we actually get to know people, we usually act differently. We want to be seen as good in other people's eyes, the social component of the human animal, and, as such, We'll usually go out of our way to be nice if we interact with the person on a personal level, not an anonymous level. Our Divided Society As my sister Katrina pointed out, our society is changing in a number of ways, all of them in some way dividing us as individuals. 
Number one, less religious. A much smaller proportion of our population is religious these days, which means fewer people are going to church. This means they don't get together in the same way they used to, praying, doing community projects, getting to know each other. Some people may think that's a good thing, as they are against organized religion. But the truth is that there hasn't been a strong unifying non-secular organization emerge to take the place that church used to take in our community and in our lives. Number two, television and other media. Much more of our time is spent indoors these days, watching TV, playing video games, playing or working on the internet, watching movies, etc. This means we are separated from each other. We don't get together as a community anymore. We don't play outside as much. Or if we do, it's in individual ways for the most part. We don't meet face to face. Number three, car society. In the days of yore, people used to walk on the streets. People would see each other on the streets and say hi, stop and chat. Kids used to play in the streets, but cars have overrun our streets and they are no longer safe for kids or pedestrians or bikes. We are forced into cars because there's no better way to get around. For the most part, in some cities, mass transit is a viable alternative, but not where I live. And when we're in cars, as I mentioned above, we are separated from our fellow human beings. Amish barn raising. When I think about ways we can come together as a community to interact in more personal and positive ways, I think of the Amish barn raising tradition. The community comes together to help a family. This is the kind of tradition where people help each other out, get to know each other, and bond. I think about that, and I wonder if there are ways we could get the community together, helping each other out. There are already some of these kinds of activities, such as community cleanups, Habitat for Humanity, other charity organizations, and the like. These are amazing ways to bring people together in a common cause of helping others. I'd like to see more of these kinds of things. I don't have the answers, but I do know that if we make an effort to organize ways to help each other out and come together, our communities will be better off. People will get to know each other and will be kinder to each other. That's my hope, at least. My faith in humanity. Call me naive or hopelessly optimistic, but I have a very positive view of humanity. Sure, we see greed and rudeness and abuse and selfishness every day, but I believe that's more of a symptom of the systems in our society rather than of an evil human race. I have faith in humanity. I often leave my car doors unlocked. I carry cash around, just ready for a mugger to take it from me. I give money to people who say they need it, if I have it, not worrying about whether they'll spend it on food or drugs or whatever. Recently, a reader asked for a way to buy the Zen to Done ebook in some other way than PayPal. I didn't have a good way to do that, so I emailed him the book and asked him to mail me a check, having faith that he'd do it. Not only did he mail me a check, but he added an extra $40 to the total, with a note that the extra money was for copies he planned to give to friends and for my hard work here at Zen Habits. That guy made my day. He proved that my faith in humanity is justified. I keep his note in the book I'm reading as a bookmark so that I see it several times a day. You guys, the readers of Zen Habits, are incredibly giving, kind, encouraging, supportive, generous. 
I meet people every day who are friendly, who do me kindnesses, who lift my spirits. Humanity is a wonderful thing. People are amazing, beautiful creatures. What we need are ways to bring out the best in people, to bring them together, to have them help each other instead of trying to outdo each other. We need freer systems instead of the authoritarian ones that oppress us now. We need cooperative systems instead of the competitive ones we have now. We need unifying systems instead of the divisive ones that exist today. We need change, and as Gandhi famously said, we must be the change we want to see in the world. I hope to be that change. I hope you will too. You just listened to the post titled, Faith in Humanity, How to Bring People Closer and Restore Kindness, by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net. Speaking of kindness, Kind Bars are the perfect combination of tasty and nutritious. We've got a special deal just for you. For $10, you'll get a box with 10 kind snacks inside, including free shipping. That way you can try all 10 flavors, including dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, oats and honey with toasted coconut, and peanut butter. When you order the sample box, you'll also get to try Kind Snack Club, where you'll receive monthly snacks at a discount, starting with $10 off your first Snack Club order. I grabbed Kind's dark chocolate chunk bar as I was rushing through an airport once, and my son, who was 11 months old at the time, could not have loved it more. He ate it on our flight to Colorado and literally left nothing but a couple smudges of dark chocolate on his face. To pick up your sample box, go to kindsnacks.com living. That's K-I-N-D snacks.com living. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you again on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.